magic makers. Thank you so much first and foremost for the incredible outpouring of support for the first episode of 2023. Damn, I fucking love you guys. Um, I'm so excited to be diving back into podcasting and sharing information and resources and vulnerabilities with you about mental health and entrepreneurship. Um, building your own business is not for the faint of heart and it's not for the faint of soul and it's not for the faint of body. Basically you have to be like a really fucking strong human being to have a side hustle or a business that is yours. So I applaud you if that is something you are doing. And if you're just like entrepreneur curious, great. You're in the right place. You are welcome here in this lovely corner of the internet. So uh, let's get right into it. This episode, it's just going to be me. I'm not interviewing anybody today, but it is jam-packed with really valuable things. If you listened to that first episode of 2023, you know that I ended 2022 by making a very big decision, which was hiring a fancy and very expensive business coach. I did that because hiring an expert, aka somebody who's already gotten where you want to go, is the fastest shortcut to success. I've been around enough to know that that is an unalienable truth. It is so much faster than trying to figure it out yourself. Um, It also prevents burnout. Just trust me, like, even if it's not paying somebody, like find a mentor, find somebody who's done what you want to do and learn from them, learn how they got there, take what works for you and apply it in your life. I wish I had taken that advice way sooner in my, my life and my business. So I hired this business coach. I, uh, was nervous to do it, but they had kind of crossed my paths many times. They're They come very highly recommended, and I knew that if I was going to go all in and not continue to be, continue to not work for somebody else, but rather recommit to my business, that I was going to need some help. I was going to need some structure, and I was going to need some strategy instead of just throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what's stuck. I feel like I... I have created an incredible product, but I also have been incredibly lucky in my business that I happened to get in front of some really influential, really great people. I happened to pick a couple of partnerships that worked out really well. And because of that, there are over 8,000 students in my courses, in particular, my signature course copy class blows my mind every time I say that. Um, But vulnerability alert, that has not translated into the sales that you think. I am not making enough to sustain my life for a year right now. Um, And that is what I want to change. I want to set myself up for continued success, having a sustainable recurring income while still giving people the highest possible quality of product and personal service from me. So all this to say, hired this business coach and 
I put a thing up on Instagram and I said, Hey, FYI, Instagram people, I hired this business coach. Would you be interested in hearing about this? Like, do you want to know what they tell me? Do you want to have a behind the scenes look at this process? Do you want advice on whether you should hire a business coach? And I have not gotten so many DMs so quickly in my life. Every person was like, oh my God, please, please share what this business coach tells you. Please share what your experience is like. I myself have always gone back and forth. Do I need this? Do I not? So this is me diving deeper, telling you what this coach has shared with me. Um, I've only been working with them for a month at this point, but that was also, that included the holidays. So really only two weeks. And these first five lessons that I'm going to share with you are lessons, kind of the top level things that I got out of the first couple of strategy calls with this coach in this program. So without further ado, here are five kind of tough lessons that I learned working with a fancy business coach. Number one, first thing I learned, hybrid programs are the future. So having a great digital course by itself is just not enough anymore. People need support, um, especially with implementing what they learn in digital courses in their actual lives and in their actual businesses. So what is a hybrid program? A hybrid is like you take multiple things to make one new thing. So a hybrid program might be like part DIY course, part um, in-person or like virtual support and uh, an option to include like an an add-on that's like done for you. That's an example of a hybrid offer. So I'm taking that market trend for 2023. And I'm completely reworking the way that I release and offer my signature course, Copy Class. It is now a hybrid program. So if you're interested in learning how to write your own high converting copy, and you also want to see what a hybrid program looks like, head to kelseyformost.com slash copy class, learn more about what's in there, and maybe even enroll. I would love to have you. Okay. Second thing that I learned from my business coach, (laughs) this one was a doozy y'all. The numbers don't lie for better or for worse. You need to look at them and you need to look at them often. I don't know about you guys. I don't particularly like numbers. (laughs) I enjoy seeing that over 8,000 people are in my courses But I don't enjoy being like, oh, I haven't really tracked all of my finances and who bought what over the past six months. Oh, now that I have it on paper, that doesn't, that's not what I thought it was going to be. It's way, way under. Oh, and then I also spent a lot of money on this, on, you know, on a podcast producer and a coach and whatever. And, oh, I'm actually... I'm in the hole for the first time ever in my whole business because that's what happened to me in 2022. I did my numbers and I realized while on paper, I have a ton of people in my community, which is incredible. Those numbers did not translate to 
the level of revenue that I need it to be at in order for this to once again be my full-time job. So I have to change my strategy. I have to look at my numbers. I have to listen to them. I have to believe them. And I have to build strategies around where I want to go. You can't get where you want to go unless you know where you're coming from. You know what I mean? Like you got to know what what level you're on in order to get to the place you're hoping to be. Okay. And speaking of that, here's the third lesson that I learned, which was kind of surprising to me. Um, So I learned in doing my numbers that my biggest expense was doing this podcast. It cost me about $10,000 to do this podcast in 2022. Granted, I had an amazing producer who I would absolutely hire again and recommend to everyone. Um, She handled everything from setting me up with my podcast feed. Um, She published every single episode. She edited every single episode. She made um, like little audiograms for social media when she could, when I asked her to, like she wrote show notes. She did everything except conduct the interview. So thank God for her. I wouldn't have been able to do this podcast without her. And yet it was very expensive. It was very expensive. And at the end of the year, I was like, oh, I spent 10 grand on the podcast and I didn't really make, you don't really make money from a podcast. I think that's a big misconception is people think like, oh, I can monetize. You can, but it shouldn't be your plan to get the bulk of your money from a podcast because chances are it's going to cost you more to make it than it will ever bring in, in like actual revenue. So have a podcast because you love it and you want to build an audience. It's so valuable, but just be prepared that unless you want to do all of the technical parts, it's probably going to cost you money, at least for the first six months to a year. So seeing that, I went to my business coach and I was like, I did my numbers and I see that I lost $10,000. So I guess that means I'm going to stop my podcast. That's a sunk cost and we're just going to retire it. And immediately they were like, no, 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 no. Do not stop your podcast. In fact, your podcast is one of your most valuable assets because, and this is so meta because you're listening to the podcast right now, but a podcast is such a unique way of communicating with your ideal people. Like you're in their ear. They know what you sound like. They experience things with you. They get value from you. Like podcasts, I'm a I'm a junkie. I I consume podcasts like nobody's business. So I understand what that means. I feel like I am friends with the people whose podcasts I listen to on the regular, whether it's Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach on We Can Do Hard Things, or it's Sarah Marshall and Alex Steed on You Are Good. I feel like they are my best friends. And when people show up to listen to you over and over again on a podcast, they feel like they're your friends. And I hope you feel like you are my friend because you are, you are, we have common ground. We have common experience. You've been through the things that you've listened to with me. So you can reference a conversation I had with an expert, or you can talk about my anniversary episode where I cried a lot in an episode It's expensive to do a podcast, but my 
fancy ass business coach said it's some of the best money you can spend. So that was lesson number three. Lesson number four, this one is, um, this one's more businessy than personal development. Uh, If you want to have a sustainable business, especially right now, you need to strategize. I need to strategize how to get recurring revenue. So what that means is you don't just have a bunch of sort of buy it once and you're done products, which is the corner I backed myself into. So initially, if you don't know, I started out as a freelance copywriter. I only did one-on-one work. I worked primarily with female entrepreneurs who were starting a business, whether it be like a coaching business, or I worked with therapists. I worked with, um, I worked with uh, product-based businesses. One of my favorites ever was an organic candle company, um, yoga studios, a ton of different female-founded businesses. And what happened was I had to keep charging them and raising my rates so many times because my calendar was booked full and I was burning out, but I also like needed money. And so it was just the sixth cycle where I was like, oh, they're having to hire me over and over and over. And I'm starting to feel ethically bad about it because if they just learned a few copywriting tricks they could develop their brand voice and write a lot of this by themselves. So that's what propelled me to create my signature course copy class and subsequently to build a small but mighty suite of digital products. So I have two digital courses and three sort of templates for email marketing. And that totally backed me into a corner because I switched from one-on-one work to just selling digital products. And the problem with just selling digital products is once people own them, that's it. There's nothing else for them to do. There's no other way for them to work with me. So a huge focus for me in 2023 is figuring out how to give people ongoing support in a way that A, keeps my mental health in check, but also like helps them implement the things that I am teaching them consistently over time, not just for them, but also for me and helping me figure out what that recurring revenue looks like. Finally, number five, this is sort of the last thing that I learned, um, last big thing that I learned in this initial strategy call with my fancy business coach. And I can't believe I never thought of this. It's to plan ahead for burnout. Here's the thing. Sorry about it. Womp womp. I started this conversation by saying entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. And I'm going to come back to that. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. At some point along the way, you have to expect that you will feel uninspired, that you will feel like you don't want to work on this thing anymore, that you are struggling with procrastination or creativity, whatever, fill in the blank. That's going to happen. So just plan ahead for it. What does that look like for me? It looks like a few things. Number one, it looks like not uh, letting myself get too carried away with everything I want to do. The first thing this business coach told me when I came to them as a star student, pushing my imaginary glasses up the bridge of my nose and saying, here are all the fantastic ideas that I have for new offers and programs in 2023. And they were like, there are 10 things that is not possible. You will die. Pick one. 
maybe two. And I was like, what do you mean pick one, maybe two? And they were like, yeah, no, throw eight of these away immediately. Like you just, it's not possible. And I was like, but, but you're a strategist. And they were like, right. The strategy is to throw eight of these things away and do one, maybe two. And I was like, why? And they said, because you have to focus on one irresistible offer and then another, you can think about another offer that complements that thing. But if you try to do too many things at once, it is guaranteed you'll just burn out faster. You'll get uninspired faster. You'll get overwhelmed faster. And when I thought of it that way, I was like, oh yeah, totally. I've absolutely done that to myself before. (laughs) So plan ahead for burnout. What can you subtract from your plate? What can you hire other people to do for you? Um, What can you, what is not really making much headway for you? Can you just eliminate that from your process? And then how can you build uh, unstructured time into your daily life? That's a big one for me. I plan a morning journaling meditation hour and a half every single day. It has kept me relatively sane. (laughs) Um, When I don't have it, I go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Um, And then I know that at about one o'clock, I stop really being able to do anything meaningful or creative. I've got about like four hours in me of writing something or, or coming up with ideas or responding to responding to people. Like I just, that's just how my biology is. So I plan ahead to only put things on my plate. I know I can accomplish in any given day or any given week or any given month plan ahead for burnout, know that it's happening or know that it's going to happen so that when it does happen, you bounce back quicker and it doesn't feel as scary. So in conclusion, I feel like an eighth grader wrapping up an essay for English class. In conclusion, those are the five big lessons I learned in the strategy call with my fancy new business coach. Hybrid programs are the future. The numbers do not lie. So look at them often and adjust your course if needed. I lost a shit ton of money on my podcast, but I'm keeping it because my coach says so. Um, I am strategizing how to build recurring revenue into my business. So don't back yourself into the same corner. And I am planning ahead for burnout and doing all I can to prevent it happening in the first place. I hope this was helpful for you. This is going to be an ongoing conversation. I'm going to continue to talk about what I'm working on with my business coach. Again, it's just like ethically, I feel like I want to do that. I feel like I want to share those resources with people because it's resources I wish I had had um, when I was trying to make the decision of whether or not to work with a business coach. So keep your eyes peeled. Uh, More business coaching content coming at you for better or for worse. We'll see. I hope it goes great, but I don't know. We're just going to surrender to the process and do the best we can. Thank you again so much for showing up, for listening to these conversations. Find Your Magic is, even though it's the most expensive thing I've ever done, it's also my favorite thing I've ever done. I love this corner of the internet so much. I love you. I am grateful. All good things. So um, again, I don't want to hang up. (laughs) 
without um, saying if you are interested in copy class, if you have any questions about whether or not copy class is right for you, please write me. Um, hello at kelseyformos.com. I would love to talk to you. If you already own copy class, get excited to do it again because it's going to be completely different this time. There's going to be a live element. We're going to release it over a few weeks and I'm actually going to show up and coach you um, in some calls so that you can learn as you go and make it a lot more likely that you'll implement the things that you're learning in your own business so you can start converting readers into paying customers. All right, everybody. Thanks for being a part of this one. I love y'all. Take care. Hey, Magic Maker. If you made it to the end of this episode, it means you're truly committed to inviting more magic into your life. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and follow Find Your Magic on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to this stuff. Each review truly means so much to me. Thank you for being here. Now go out there and find your magic.